You're listening to Anomaly. I've ever infracted as a student. I can tell you honestly that I don't remember. (laughs) 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 So Ian, did you ever get a high school diploma? I did not, no. And I have to tell you, it never crossed my mind. Um, and um, and since the day I arrived at Simon's Rock, it's never come up in a meaningful way. It's never come up in a meaningful way on a job application, at least not in a way that I couldn't talk right through. Sometimes, I would, listen, um, sometimes um, I would have a, a new employer ask me, where did you go to high school in an interview? And I would always say, um, I didn't finish high school, and that turned into... Uh, you know, an interesting conversation that I think, you know, this is what you're looking for in a job interview is, um, is, um, is ways of grabbing attention. And so um, for Simon's Rock students, we always have an immediate and obvious way to do that. So then how does it feel to be a college president with no high school diploma? So that's an interesting question. That's an interesting question. Um, uh, The only college president without a high school diploma. I suppose first I want to complicate college president. So my position is um, is, uh, is provost um, of Bard College at Simons Rock and vice president. But I wonder, I wonder. It would be an interesting thing to find out whether there are others of us um, knocking around the higher education world without high school diplomas. So what's your family history with Simons Rock? I'm one of three siblings to come to Simon's Rock. Um, There was an eight-year period when there was always one of us on campus. My older brother came for two years. I came for two years, and my younger brother came for four years. Um, But all in a row, we never overlapped here. So you came here for two years, and then did you transfer to another school? I transferred to UC Berkeley. And how was that, like, the transition from going from here, going to another school? It was interesting. When I transferred to UC Berkeley, I was far more homesick for Simon's Rock than I was homesick for home when I came to Simon's Rock. Um, and I think this is true for a lot of rockers. Um, uh, we, we, we pursue new directions. Often that's the right thing to do. But, you know, we, all, we, we, we always miss it, and there's always a little bit of doubt. I mean, that's something I've been thinking about a lot, about how, like, when I first came here, I felt like I was going to transfer after two years, like, for sure, but, you know, that's been changing as, like, I've been understanding more about being here. Why did, why do you think that was your first instinct when you, when you applied to and arrived at Simon's Rock? I think it was because I was just thinking about it in terms of, like, my age, Mm -hmm. like, how, you know, by the time I finished two years here, like, like all my peers back in high school will be going off to colleges and so like I'll be doing the same I suppose mm-hmm. I think I'm sure there are other reasons but I did I think that was kind of what I was thinking about yeah. um, and also just um, not knowing like much about Simon's Rock you know yeah and then coming here and realizing like what the acad- academic program is actually like yeah that that makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what is the academic program? I'm sorry to reverse the direction oh, of the no, interview, it's totally fine. but what is the what is it about the academic program that you've come to realize that without making a commitment here today, but yeah, yeah. Um, that has has uh, led you to think about staying on? Um, well, I think like the smallness of the classes and like the relationships that I've developed with professors has been just like I've never had that anywhere else. I mean, I don't think I've ever <clears throat> had the opportunity to have that really anywhere else, but 
Yeah, like there's a professor here who taught math last year that um, he was an adjunct professor and now he teaches at another college, but I still keep in touch with him. Mm -hmm. I talk to him a lot and like he's more than a professor, he's my friend. Like we still keep in contact. I think freedom, but also the structure of the classes that like I'm able to really like go deeply into things that I'm interested in, Mm -hmm. but still have to... um, I don't know, still, like, maintain this, like, very, like, fast-moving, like, progressive way of going about a topic um, that I really enjoy that. And, I mean, I just don't know where I could find that elsewhere in the same way. Yeah. Um, and I think the dynamic in the classroom of discussions between students um, is really unique. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. We're very... There's many different types of people here and many different like opinions so yeah I agree I've never seen classrooms quite like Simon's Rock classrooms um is part of it that the students are younger or is that a separate variable yeah definitely I feel like the fact that the students are younger I think Mm. at least from my own experience like I still I hadn't thought about what I had wanted to do Mm -hmm. for a career Mm -hmm. and so coming here and having like the opportunity to take like a lot of different classes was really really helpful um so yeah like it's something that I hadn't thought about sooner so I coming here and knowing that I still have time to like figure that out was that was nice to know absolutely I think it's healthy Mm -hmm. um and the same is true for me you know I've um arriving at college without predetermined ideas about what college is for means that um that all the possibilities remain open That's a really good point. So where do you see Simon's Rock in 10 years? In 10 years, I see Simon's Rock um, as the thriving hub of a thriving network. I see um, our BA program flourishing, perhaps even slightly growing. I see active faculty exchanges between our multiple campuses. I see Simon's Rock as, in 10 years, Um, uh, not only among the most interesting educational institutions in the United States, which nobody questions now. Everybody acknowledges that we're interesting. I see it as also one of the most important. So in 10 years' time, I see um, those, uh, those questions which now are being problematized finally being an open field, right, where students really um, are able to... uh, begin serious study at the point that they are really ready. And I see Simon's Rock as an institution that is recognized for not only commencing, but also leading that conversation. So what do you think is our biggest weakness? I think we can sometimes be a little too inward-looking. We're a close community, and we care deeply about each other. And I think that, um, that sometimes, instead of focusing inward on our own campus, it might be healthy. In fact, I think it's quite important to look outward and to think about what we as, um, as students, faculty, members of the Simons Rock community can together do for the world. Because one thing about Simon's Rockers is that um, when we collaborate, we can really do extraordinary things. Right? And we see that happening here on our campus. I think we have a capacity to help our regional community 
and also, as I have begun to say, um, lead a conversation about the importance of a form of education that we practice. So as of now, what is your number one priority? I hesitate to answer because um, I don't have one. I have 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, so one priority is simply showing Simon's Rock to the world. Another, um, we have a really fantastic community of alumni out there. They are people who reflect the values that we um, that we share here on campus, and they're out in their communities nationally, internationally, promoting those values. I want to make sure that the alumni community knows that Simon's Rock is still their place. So reaching out to, to, um, to my fellow alumni has been very much on my mind. And you ask for one priority, I'm offering three. Because we have a really interesting and, to my mind, groundbreaking new educational structure, challenging the gatekeeping system between high school and college by offering a six-year arc from ninth grade to the BA, um, one of my priorities is exploring what the opportunities are, all of them and the reaches of them, within the six-year structure. I think we have something really exciting on our hands. And so part of it is studying that model and sharing it outward. And that's an area where I'll be looking to students. Have you ever been infracted? And remember, you're the boss now, so you can't get in trouble for answering this question. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's true, it's true, but it's also, um, it's also important to, uh, to be a, a, a good model, but I can also <laughs> be honest. You know, I don't know. Um, I, had a, I had a really good time as a student. I, I, I think college is, is both a place to study and learn and also to, um, to have fun. And for me, that was, it, was, it was music and it was time with friends. Um, uh, I probably stayed in the dark room a number of nights after it was supposed to be closed. Um, I can remember some uh, some evenings with friends um, I, uh, playing music, maybe a little bit too close to dormitories where people are sleeping, and RDs had to um, remind us what the what, what time it was. But um, but this is nothing out of the ordinary, you know. Um, so. I suppose that um, that on a college campus, one of the wonderful things about them is you have people of different ages living together, right? And as in any family, there's some disagreement about um, uh, about what the boundaries are and should be. So I participate. Let me say this: I participated in that disagreement in the way that uh, everybody does. <laughs> So Ian, any last words? So what I'd like to say to students is, I think that what we all know here at Simon's Rock is that we're very lucky to be here. There aren't other places like this. There are other good places, but there aren't other places like this. <laughs> <laughs>